Hello and welcome to the Conrad Life Report for Monday, October the 3rd, 2022. The uh, This is episode 93. Um, it is a cold and gray and misty slash rainy day here by the window in Carroll Gardens, Brooklyn. Um, yeah, it's been quite a few weeks uh, since the last one of these. Um, before I start, I want to shout out to... Um, Loyal listener and uh, old pal Ryan Cipolla out there in British Columbia, thank you very much for the package that I received. Uh, it was so exciting to A, get mail, um, and B, get get the uh, items of the package, which uh, included a jacket, which uh, I know was triggered by a discussion that I had, um, well, something I said on this podcast in the winter when I was talking about my running layers when it gets cold out and so ryan sent a jacket and he also sent some canadian candy which i'm so uh psyched about thank you so much ryan for that um that was awesome thanks pal um yeah so moving on um there's been so much i guess uh i almost feel like i want to go in reverse chronological order but i'll start off with um just Random neighborhood stuff here. Uh, so I think last time I mentioned how there's a there was a new coffee shop on Court Street across from Trader Joe's uh, next to Shelsky's called Coffee House, which I haven't been to. H-A-U-S, which I don't know how, how new it was, but it was certainly new to me. But anyway, there's another new place opened a few weeks ago, and it's on, it's called Bees Knees Provisions, and it's on Smith Street in the old stinky brooklyn uh space uh stinky brooklyn was a much loved and much missed uh place owned by neighborhood stalwart patrick anyway um bees knees is similar in that it sells like kind of nice cheeses and that sort of thing and charcuterie stuff and they have an incredibly diverse and fantastic craft beer fridge and they have two small tables at the top at the top at the front Two very small little like um, coffee table type things or side table type things. Uh, so I had a coffee in there after school drop off, but before getting on the subway last week. And I th- have a feeling that will be my cold weather pre subway coffee spot, I think. Because um, Poetica, I like going to now, but that's because I like sitting in their backyard and or their bench out front. But I don't love their indoor space. So, um, Bees knees, I really liked it, and uh, that has been the main neighborhood news. <laughs> I've also been barely so busy and kind of not around, um, so I don't know if anything else has has opened or not. But bees knees is good. Um, let's see, another just random uh, news. Let I've been going to work a few days a week. Uh, they they want us to go in three days a week, but it's usually two for various reasons. Sometimes three. But as uh, I was doing in the summer, too, I've been going on these walks through Central Park at lunchtime when nothing is going crazy uh, in the middle of the day. And it's just very nice to go walk through Central Park. I feel like throughout my life in New York City, I've gone through phases of being engaged actively with Central Park. Um, In my early years, I was there a lot. It was part of my Saturday routine. And then for a while, I was doing a lot of biking around the loop after in the evenings um after work and i think i'm back into having a little going through another phase with central park right now and uh it's really nice 
And then I think the final just kind of random stuff that's been new lately is I've gone on a couple of longer runs. Usually I run three or four miles, sometimes a little less than that um, if I'm tired or in a hurry. But three three or four miles is my usual thing. But uh, two Sundays in a row, I went for seven-mile runs, which was going from here up essentially Union Street to Prospect Park, doing the loop, and then coming back down. And it works out to about seven miles. And it's felt great to do that. And that those are essentially the longest runs I've ever done. So those are like the big <laughs> the big random neighborhood things. Um, so yeah, moving on to actual just like kind of fun and exciting things I've done. Um, few things. One is, uh, let's go through the concerts I've attended the past few weeks. So uh, looking back through this. All right. So I think the first one was um, I went to see my bandmate and friend, Ray Rizzo. Ray is the drummer, singer, drum kit player, singer in um, I Get Wild, the Talking Heads tribute band that I am a part of. So Ray has been doing these solo sets at um, Rockwood Music Hall on the Lower East Side uh, throughout the year. And I went to this one. I finally was able to make it out. And he was unsurprisingly great. I've seen him perform solo before. But he wasn't exactly solo. So he uh, he had on drums uh, Bernice Boom Boom. I can't remember her last name. But uh, she was one of our percussionists um, at our Mardi Gras show at Three's Brewing back in the winter. So Bernice drummed with Ray. Ray was playing guitar and singing. And on the first two songs, he uh, was joined by Bridget St. John, the legendary English singer-songwriter. And then on a song near the end, Ray was joined by his bandmate Michael Shannon, his corp bandmate in the band Corporal Michael Shannon, um, who is the actor Michael Shannon. Uh, and he, he is a neighborhood resident here and has performed with uh, a lot of our kind of bands that we've put together for various things throughout the years. Uh, so that was great to see, too. It was a really epic song they did. Um, fun show. A lot of familiar faces there. David Marshall was there. Uh, my very close friend and Taka, band, Taka Taka bandmate Gabe was in town that night from just the Hudson Valley, but he was in town, so he came. Um, we had a great time. Afterwards, hung out with Gabe, Dave, uh, Marshall, um, Michael Shannon, and then Gabe and I left and went to The Magician for a Guinness. Great night. Uh, so that was one show I saw. What is the next show I saw? Saw The National at the Capitol Theater. So this is the end of The National's like summer, multi-legged summer tour. And they were playing, uh, I guess this is what's called an underplay in industry lingo. They played the Capitol Theater in Port Chester. I have never been to the Capitol Theater. It's obviously legendary for many reasons. Uh, legendary also because the Grateful Dead played a lot of shows there in the early 70s. Well, the place is fantastic. It's as great as everyone said. Uh, it was fun to see the national guys. I was hoping to get there for sound check and hang uh, throughout the day, but there was a work emergency that was kind of the after effects of a previous work emergency from the two nights before that kept me up till 2.30 in the morning. And so I couldn't leave uh, couldn't leave the neighborhood till 5.30 on a Friday, which is pretty late for a Friday because I usually try to knock off a little bit early. But had I known I would have been so busy, I actually would have gone up first thing in the morning 
and just found a coffee shop and worked uh, up there, which would have been fine and fun because I'm remote anyway on that day. But then it was great to hang out uh, and see all the guys and see all the crew and got to watch the show from all over the place in the in the venue. Um, very fun. I, I met and caught a, I met Peter Shapiro, who's the owner of the Capitol Theater in Brooklyn Bowl. Um, I've met him before, but this is I think we kind of like really chatted some stuff up. So it was, that was a lot of fun. Uh, after the show, I sat down and there was some basement bar hang or something. I saw my old pal Johnny Beach from the Mercury from Bowery Presents. So it was just a nice, uh, nice reunion of seeing a lot of familiar faces. And then I was able to catch a ride back to the neighborhood from uh, Westchester with um, uh, Graham McIndoe, national photographer Graham McIndoe and his wife and a friend of theirs who had a sweet Ford Escape, um, a sweet mid-period Ford Escape, uh, which I have a soft spot for, and got back to the neighborhood. Perfect evening. Uh so those are two concerts I saw. The third concert I saw in the past uh, fortnight plus one week is uh, was the uh, was Pet Shop Boys in New Order on their Unity tour at the Garden. Um, that was fantastic. Uh, came into some tickets because I was supposed to go with uh, my friend Scott, and then Scott was like, "Okay, I, you know, I can't go either." So um, I, I asked uh, my friend Howard to come last second, and he did. So we met at Turntable Chicken Jazz on 33rd Street after work and then went over to the garden, and we got to our seats just as New Order took the stage at 7.30 and opened with regret, and it was the funnest thing. And I danced for three hours. I'd never seen New Order or Pet Shop Boys. I love both bands. I love Pet Shop Boys especially. Um, Pet Shop Boys were fantastic visually and everything. Um, I highly recommend seeing them before they stop playing. And in the middle, uh, between the bands, was DJ Paul Oakenfold, the great 90s DJ. I mean, not that he was from only back then, but that's, I think, when he sort of made his name originally. And he acted as just like a DJ, like keeping the party going. So at intermission, New Order ends, and it's 9 o'clock, and Pet Shop Boys are coming on at 9.30, so there's a half hour of DJing, and the house lights are up, so people are talking, walking around, standing up, stretching, getting beer, it's blah, 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 going to the bathroom. And the songs that Paul Oakenfold are playing are just so, like, great. He started with Let's Dance by David Bowie, but some sort of, like, remix version, and then did Sweet Dreams by Eurythmics, and little by little more and more people in the crowd started standing up and just dancing as if they were at a club and by the end of his 30 minute set with the house lights up half the arena just random people throughout the entire arena are just dancing to the music with the house lights up it was the most incredible sight and phenomenon so that was awesome um and uh oh also went to that show with graham mcindoe too because he was in this row um, because, uh, it was like, a S- Scott who gave me the tickets. They had planned this years ago because of COVID blah, blah, blah. So, um, I got to meet all of these, uh, people that they, from the design firm Pentagram it was very fun. Great night. And then, um, we, what was the next show? Then the next and final show would be. Um, I'm trying to see if I missed anything. Let's see, Ray, The National, Pet Shop Boys. 
Well, then last night, uh, pa- Pavement, I finally caught their tour. I was only, I'm only able to see one of these shows uh, at the King's Theater. And um, I was supposed to go with my friend Pete, who had an extra. And unfortunately, uh, Pete is unable to make it. Um, get better soon, Kara, I hope. And so I, I went along and took my friend Howard yet again. And also saw our, our friend Matt Frampton in the same row. And Pavement was just fantastic. I feel like they have reached this pinnacle of perfect blend of looseness and sort of, but just being tight and like not looseness, but like really confident um, in song structure and playing. And also they're very jammy, especially on folk jam. Oh my gosh. That was like, that was like Dark Star-esque. It was fantastic. So Pavement was great. So yeah, those are all the shows. Um I think I've seen. Um, and then other big news. Uh, went to uh, Baltimore. Quick trip to Baltimore for no real reason. To see uh, Julie's parents. And um, and the highlight for me was I went to Camden Yard. So I got in a baseball game this year. Uh, I was... Um, I had not made it to a baseball game this year. So I wanted to get one in under the radar. And I was reminded about how fantastic Camden Yards is. Um so that was nice. And I guess the other big news is went to my high school reunion in St. Catharines, Ontario this past weekend, and it was phenomenal. The best part was we rented an Airbnb, which I've always just stayed in hotels, like this lame Holiday Inn on Ontario Street near the QEW in St. Catharines. But my friend Joe Zawatsky was like, we're getting a house this time. So we got a house up on the lake shore in Port Dalhousie, kind of near my old apartment building where I lived with my family. Oh, this house was overlooking the bluff down onto the lake. Uh, could see all of the um, western shoreline of Lake Ontario. Could see the skyline of Toronto clear across the lake. It was awesome. It had a fire pit. And it was just like, oh, I was reminded. I love, I love this town. <laughs> and uh, obviously I love my friends and and the school. So it was just a great, great trip. And I am so excited uh, that we rented the house and we did that. Um, it was good times. I highly recommend kind of doing fun things like that. Um, and maybe this has now been my second Airbnb experience in the past um, little bit, but I'm starting to get into it now. Phew. Okay. That's I think everything was kind of worth mentioning <laughs> last uh, couple of weeks. Uh, go through music quickly. Uh, new albums I've listened to. I haven't listened to anything in the last week, but in the last couple of weeks, I listened to Auto Fiction by Suede, their fourth post-reunion album, Excellent. In Their Times uh, by Micaiah McRaven, percussionist, kind of like instrumental, modern jazzy fusion percussion-y thing. Very good. Listen to Midnight Scorchers, which is a dub reimagining of an earlier of an album earlier released earlier this year by Horace Andy, uh, the reggae singer. And then also listen to something called Gamalatron uh, Bidadari by Zemi17, uh, which I heard on WFMU when I was driving around the neighborhood parking the car two weeks ago. I loved it. And let's see. Trying to let's wrap this up. Um, why am I trying to wrap it up? Oh, I'm not. This isn't as long, taking as long as I thought. Okay, good. I was worried because we, I hadn't done this in three weeks. So, um, and uh, let me. We did music. 
We did concerts. Go on to books. Books. I finished um, a book called Retail Gangster, The Insane Real Life Story of Crazy Eddie. If you grew up in the Northeast, which I did for three junior high years, you remember Crazy Eddie, the electronic store chain. They sold stereos, TVs, even like records and tapes and CDs. And they have these famous commercials where this guy is yelling about how crazy he is because his prices are so low that he must be insane. Well, and that guy wasn't the real Crazy Eddie, but the real Crazy Eddie was this um, crazy story of just shady business practices and fascinating, fascinating story. So that was fun. And then my uh, co-worker Kayla recommended No One Is Talking About This by Patricia Lockwood, which is a novel that was shortlisted for the book uh, for the Booker Prize last year. Um, wow, just like a very modern, um, you know, almost <laughs> is a postmodern take on modern our modern life, but a lot of almost stream of consciousness, social media inspired. Uh, absurdo observations on modern life that throughout the story throughout the book slowly gets overwhelmed by a real life family situation serious situation that affects the protagonist and family so good um no one is talking about this by patricia lockwood um and that's kind of been the last few weeks oh another oh, uh for a medical update for people um no one of none of you were asking for uh, for of course but got my booster and flu shots in the same time and that went well uh no big issues for me except that um a little bit sore and a little bit um achy the following day and 24 hours after i had it which is when the aches were settling in is when this emergency happened at work and i was up till 2 30 in the morning after planning on going to bed at 8 p.m so that was tough but um got through that and then also, I've gone through two consultations for getting Invisalign to fix, uh, well, I guess all of my teeth, but primarily the my four bottom front teeth, which are totally just out of position and have been since I was a kid. And my mom always wanted to get me braces and she never forced me. And now we both wish that she did force me, <laughs> but I'm getting Invisalign and um, I think it's going to be okay. And people seem to have good experiences with it. And I'm excited for this. And I just don't want my teeth to be in rough shape. When I'm an old person, um, because, you know, when if, if you've ever had something go wrong with your teeth or mouth, you realize how much you take for granted having a working mouth. So, yeah, I'm going to get Invisalign. All right. I think that's it. Uh, yeah, this has been episode 93 of the Conrad Life Report. Uh, broadcasting um, from the window here in Carroll Gardens, Brooklyn, on this uh cold and misty day um that's it no a little bit actually another out of town trip this weekend we'll talk more about that next time um but yeah for any hudson valley listeners come see i get wild at colony in woodstock uh saturday october 8th other than that uh see you all next time bye